Good morning. This is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor at the Altamont Enterprise, here at the Gildan Public Library with Mary Mara. And the reason we're at the library is Mary has just stepped away from a group of knitters and stitchers that she meets with every week. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and I first learned about Mary and her work from a story Elizabeth Floyd Mayer did. She hand crocheted hats for every police officer in Gilderland. And appropriately, they had, they were black with a thin blue line. <laughs> so it was one of our most popular stories and we wanted to find out more about Mary. So tell me from the beginning, when did you learn how to crochet? I learned how to crochet back when I was 16 years old from a woman that came from Ireland. She was my neighbor. We used to meet out on our front stoops back then, everybody in the nighttime. Where, where was this? Where this was in beautiful Arbor Hill oh, on wow. Northern Boulevard and First Street, and I'm proud of it. And she, she would come across the street, sit on our front stoop, talk to my mom and us, and she'd bring her crocheting. And I got interested in it. And I says, what are you doing? She says, crocheting. And I go, oh, nice. And then that one day I said, would you teach me? Yes. And I went down to Woolworths back then. The five and dime. The five and dime Woolworths. And I got a crochet hook. I got thread. And I got a learn how book. And I brought it to her. I learned how to crochet with thread. The crochet thread. So it's like lace that you would produce? It, I was making doilies. Oh, my god! With the thread. And that's how I learned. And then I just advanced to the yarn and baby yarn. And then I decided... Oh, it's too hot in the summer to crochet with yarn, so I'll crochet with thread. So I would, in the winter, yarn, summer, thread. And I did that for years. And then I just got into the ba making the baby stuff, and I enjoy it. Well, for those of us that are not well-versed in handcraft, could you describe... I noticed the group that you just came from had both knitters and crocheters, and one of your compatriots held up something and said, this is knitting. And uh, I was looking at a whole rainbow of crocheted baby sweaters. That was, How? they were knitted. Oh, they were They knitted. were knitted. Oh, gosh. Okay, Knit, so could you describe Knitting is with two needles, or four, or six, or eight. Crocheting is with one hook. It's a difference. It's a crochet hook. It's knitting needles. And are women generally one way or the other, or do you do both? I can do, my father taught me how to knit. Your father? My dad. Isn't that yes, unusual? He taught Tell me, us about that. He taught me how to knit. What did he do for a living? He worked for Allegheny Ludlam Steel uh-huh. till he was 75 years old. Oh, my goodness. And then one day he walked in there and he says, I'm retiring as of right now. I don't have time to come to work anymore, so... He says, okay, Mike, you retired. So when he retired, what he did was he planted vegetables and gave them to the homeless, the homeless shelters, the whoever wanted them. And wow. But he taught me how to knit. But yes. how did he know a steel worker? I mean, he was he a steel worker. Well, he, he learned mm -hmm. how to knit when he was in St. Peter's Hospital. He was in St. Peter's Hospital because he, there was a, they had an accident up at Ludlam Steel at the time. He was walking across the one of the rooms or, or rolling mills, 
and a hundred feet of red-hot steel went in one side of his leg and out the other. Oh, my goodness. And he pushed it with his hands. He, it, he did not lose his, his leg, but it was a very bad accident. And, you know, he was in St. Peter's for, like, almost a year. Oh and he said God. to the to the nurses, "I got to learn how to do something." So somebody taught him how to knit. What an unusual thing for a man, yeah. especially a and steel he, worker, to know how to knit. And he knit it was fantastic. <clears throat> what he knit it was the Icelander sweaters, which was a great big insert top. Oh, I've seen them like a yoke. Like a, a yoke a was a pant. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. those are difficult. I yeah, imagine. and he knit it, and he loved knitting. Yeah, and he taught me how to knit. So he wanted me to teach him how to crochet, but he just didn't pick up on it. But so they're different. Yes, they are. So which do you prefer? I prefer to crochet. Why? I love crochet. Why is that? I don't know. I just love to crochet. It's just intricate. It's like it's fancy. I mean, you can do fancy work with with knitting. Don't get me wrong, but. My type of work for my baby sweaters and my booties and my hats and my scarves, I love to crochet. Well, that sounds like something you have in common with your father. Not the crocheting, but this giving. You said he gave vegetables to the homeless. Oh, he here did. You are, you're crocheting for people you don't even know. I don't know them, no. So how, how, why I, is it you do that? I enjoy doing it. It's just something, like last year I made hats. And I put them in the bus stops in the city of Albany. In all the bus stops, I put three or four hats in every bus stop, starting with Broadway, as far as I could go up Central Avenue. And there was one gentleman, I'll never forget him, I thought he was fantastic. I put a hat, some hats in the bus stop by the uh, armory on Washington and, and up there on Washington Avenue and Central. And I went in there, and he pulled out a couple dollars, and I says, no, these are free. I says, enjoy them. And he did take a hat, oh, you know. But, so and strangers are walking around with Mary with Mara my, original hats on yep, their heads yep. and not even knowing it's you. No. I mean, this is like an anonymous It's an anonymous donation. gift, yeah. Well, so tell us about some of the other things you've made and who you've made them for. I, now, I make a lot for Bellevue Hospital. For the babies in Bellevue Hospital, I have a lot of beautiful baby sweaters, and I crocheted one time, not this year, a year ago, I made 25 hats, or 25 baby outfits. That was the sweater, the booties, the hats, the oh, mitts, and they were all red and white, the Christmas colors. Oh. And I said, any baby that is born on Christmas Day gets an outfit, and they did. Oh, I bet the they parents get, they get love that. Yeah. I, so how long does it take, let's say, if you started, you know... For one, for one, one sweater itself, the sweater mm -hmm. that I do, it takes me 30 hours. The, the sweater, the hat, the gloves, the mitts, the, the whole entire outfit takes me 30 hours. I've timed myself one wow. time. I wanted to see so how long. So that's a big dedication. Yeah. So... When do you crochet? I mean, you don't sit I crochet. down like for eight hours at a time. No, I don't. I start, well, when I get up in the morning, um, I watch the news on television, and then I putter around the house and clean it up and stuff like that. My housework is always done before I, I crochet. And then I'll sit for a couple hours and crochet. Then I take my son to work, and I come back, and I'll crochet for a couple hours. I don't do... 
24 hours a day crocheting. <laughs> no, do no. You, do you, like, listen to music? I listen, no, I listen to television. Oh. And I'm saying listen to television. I, I mean, I look up and I watch and yeah. I, keep, I, yeah. I keep track. I know what's going on, but that's my thing. I love it. Yeah. I just enjoy it. Well, um, I've uh, read about, there's been studies for women that knit, this was, but I assume it's similar to crocheting, it actually has a measurable biological calming effect on the body, you know, like your blood pressure goes down. And well, actually, if you can knit, sometimes the, the, the pattern itself can be extremely hard. Mm -hmm. So what you have, and like I'm on Facebook and now people will say, gee, I can't get this pattern. I said, stop it, walk away, and come back. Don't let it upset you. Don't let it agitate you because it's a waste. It's a waste of your time and, and what you're trying to do. I said, put it down, walk away. Sounds come like back to some, Come back to something else even, and then go back to that pattern, and then you'll get it. I've done that before myself. I've had patterns in crocheting where I say, I can't get this. I'll put it down. I'll go to something else, bring it up. Now, all of a sudden, it just goes easy. There is one stump pattern that I have that I've passed it around, and we just can't get it. But Why have you called stump? Because it stumps because you? Because it, it's a, yes, <laughs> there could be a mistake in the pattern. What, which, what, does it, what is it for, a pattern for? It was for, a, it's, it's a, a heart, and I'm trying to make a scarf. It's a big pineapple shaped in a heart. And some of my ladies in my group even tried it, and I said, and they couldn't do it either, so we believe that there's a mistake. There is a mistake. There's, you know, people are only human. Yeah. They do make mistakes in patterns. Do you ever patterns. invent your own patterns? Yes, I've have. I've had a couple of them. I do a, a baby hat where I use the African flower hexagon, which is a very cute little thing. It's a cute little design. And it's called African. It's, is it it's, a pattern it's, that originated there? It's, a, it's named after Nelson Mandela. Oh. The, the design itself, yes. And I found the pattern on another crocheter who is not in this country, and she's Attic 24, which I think she's fantastic as a crocheter. That's like a name she uses? That's, a na that's her name. She Attic uses Attic 24. 24. And she, I don't understand the name. She it it's the name of her blog. Oh, but I mean, isn't that unusual? Yes, Attic it is. 24. Yes, okay. it is. But if you go into that website, you can see it. Oh, and wow. I, I found the pattern there, and I went with just the 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 flower itself. Then from that, I made a hat, a baby hat, and that's the only design I use. But there's one thing on everything that I crochet. I put three little hearts on it. That's my signature. Oh, so if you see something what a nice with, signature. With How did you come up with that? I don't know. I just did. Yeah. I, I love these little hearts that I made, and I start putting them on hats, and you name it. And so even says, the person that got your anonymous hat at the bus stop could, if they can they see, see the three little now, hearts. Now the police department. I when I made the hats for the police department, mm -hmm. I said. I can't put my hearts on there, so I did put it in one of the hats on inside. There's a heart. Because <laughs> you thought but the police just, officers wouldn't look tough enough. I just, I couldn't, I, I had to hide it someplace, so I was going to put them on the inside. So there is a hat there with a heart oh, on the yeah. inside, but. 
usually all my baby sweaters, my, my mitts, everything, they have hearts, of my booties. Of all the many, many things you've made over the years, because how old are you now? You started 73. at 73. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, You're I'm, young 73. I'm 73 years old. So in all all the years you've been crocheting, does any one project stand out in your mind as this was the best or I'm proudest of this? Or The christening outfit that I made for my nephew. Tell us about my that. My nephew is an officer in Trusco Bank, and he was the first nephew born in the, to the family and I said to his mother and dad I'm going to crochet him his christening outfit and he wore it his brother wore it he passed it down to a couple of his cousins my son wore it and my nephew's two sons wore it so it's so a true it's, family it's, it's heirloom. A, it's an heirloom, yes. So tell us yes. about what, what this christening gown looked like. This, this christening gown was a white gown from the shoulder to the floor. It was 30-some-odd inches. I made the gown. I made a coat. I made a hat. I made booties. And I made the mitts. It was just white. It was beautiful. It was just something I had to do. Yeah. Oh, and it I, sounds you know, beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was gorgeous. Well, I'm you know? also interested in the social aspects of it. It seems like you spend a lot of it at home by yourself, but here you are meeting with this group in mm -hmm. the library. And then also you said there's another group that meets at the Gilderland Senior Center. Yes. Um, there's another group that I attend once in a while, and it's in the library on New Scotland Avenue. Mm -hmm. And there's another group that meets there twice a month. So, what happens with you? Do you become friends with these? Oh other yes, women? you do. You and do. And then you share patterns. Yes, you do. You share patterns. You share your knowledge. Somebody will say, "Gee, I can't do this. Can you help me figure this pattern out?" And they'll they'll try to help you. And we we help each other. Are they all pros that come, or can a newcomer come and learn? Or a newcomer is more than welcome to come and join us. At the senior center, though, in Gilderland, you have to be a senior citizen. You can't be a minor. You can't be a child or, or a kid. You have to be a senior. In the library, if somebody wants to come and join us or check it out and see what's going on, they're more than welcome to come in on a Monday. We also meet on Tuesdays. I don't meet on Tuesdays at the library, but there's a group that meets on Tuesdays at the library. Anybody is welcome. Because it seems like, in some ways, it's almost becoming a lost art. I mean, you were lucky to have this it Irish is a, neighbor. I, I agree with you there. I mm -hmm. believe it is a lost art. But if you go on Facebook, I go on Facebook just about every day, and there's, a, there's groups that meet, and, and they belong to different crochet groups mm -hmm. that just post everything they make, or ask for help, or say, gee, I can't read this pattern, can you help me with this? And it's very interesting. I yeah, love it. And we meet, and I mean, they're all from all over the world. They're not just from local. Isn't that exciting? So you've got like an international... Absolutely. One, <laughs> one lady was very fantastic. She'll say, oh, thank you for letting me join your group. Where are you from? And I'll say, welcome from Albany, New York, U.S. of A. One lady decided to get a map and say pinpoint where you are and if you see the map of the world mm -hmm. it's like all these spots all over the world it's I love it 
Oh, that's I just great. Love it. I love it. Like the United Nations for handiwork. Yes. yes. But Mary has brought a book with her, and I'm eager to see. It's a loose leaf notebook, red in color, and has many, many pages. This is of, what I'm um, working on now. And she's just pulled out, it looks like 1960s pop art to me. It does not look like traditional crocheting. It has turquoise, it has orange, it has daisies in the middle of squares. They are not your granny squares. They are uh, like pop-out-in-your-face squares. Wow. So where did you get that pattern? From Instagram. Oh. And there's the first of my four squares. Oh, look at that. Pink, blue, green, and yellow to start. Then I'll do a border. And then I'll go from there. And, and as then this, do you design it as you go along, or do you have in mind from the very beginning? How this the this end was is this was look? an idea. Uh -huh. This here picture was an idea. This is a different square than what's in that picture. I can see you've modified the design. Yeah. So and then I'll do the border and stuff like that. And do you know who this? It's going to go to Bel person. It's going to go to Bellevue Hospital. Oh wow! Isn't I don't I don't know who who at Bellevue Hospital, but. That's Bellevue Hospital. And the first page of Mary's book, which I looked at just before we set up our Here's microphones, my Here's my scarf. had, um, oh. That's a scarf I made. It's the paw print scarf. Oh, my gosh. It's an oatmeal-colored, very long, narrow scarf. And when you hold it up to the light, you can see little holes that are all made, and they look like the paw print of a, is it's, it a cat? It's called paw print design. And you can just see, it looks like a cat went walking right across the scarf. That's yeah. marvelous. I've never seen anything like that. I just love it. See, this is the paw print. That's oh, yeah. The paw print oh, design. yeah. I see that. Well, the first page of the book, if we turn back to that, Mary was telling me she makes the way their ribbons for different causes, like pink now, for breast he, cancer. The, this, is, this is one that I've done. And this is called Soldier's Guardian Angel. And they're little angels. I have one of those angels sitting in my car right now. I, I keep it in my car. And in the same plastic bag I have the angel and the other side I, I don't know where I got it but I, it's a star from the United States flag that was distributed someplace somewhere I don't know where I got it but I put them both together I'm eventually going to do these here angels and do you personally know a soldier that you're trying to keep safe or no, no I don't it's just no a it's, a, it's anonymous feeling it's anonymous well this they look like they could float away this picture she has of the angels there's one two three four five six seven eight of them and each one is um just light and airy it's, it's and, just yeah. unbelievable Lovely. you know and this is my these are my Oh, these are the ribbons. the ribbons. So she crochets the ribbons for different... Now, what causes have you done them for? I've done them for just... The, the one I did was red, white, and blue, and it was just for a whatever. Mm -hmm. And then just recently I did the yellow one, and that's for the military, which I wore all, yes. all week, all last week. Well, Actually, this is military month. I hadn't realized yes, that. And I, I do I, remember the yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Yeah, I remember that. Way back when President Carter was in office. Yes, yeah. So how do you decide which project you're going to do next? You've got so many possibilities. Well, ma mainly, mainly it's baby. So yeah. like, here's a, a picture of a, a blanket that 
I'm tossing up. I don't know yet. I've made scarves. I don't know if I have my the pattern. The patterns that she's flipping by are also diverse. It's hard to believe they come from the same craft. Like, she's open to a page of what looks like doilies. Very, well, th um, this here is the Queen Anne's Lace. Oh, like the flower. The Queen Anne's Lace. I've made about 25, 30 scarves in the Queen Anne's Lace. Because so each I love one of these gets the hooked together with another? Yes, it does. I see. Yeah. Okay. Now, this here is... This is the list of the different colors for the the uh, the hats. And what the blue, made the red, you the green? Decide to do hats for Gilderland police officers. They seem well, delighted with them. But they, just... I, I believe they 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 are delighted yeah. with them. Uh, I was on, believe it or not, Facebook, and some woman posted. She says, "I'm making hats for my police department." And I said, oh, that's very interesting. I says, do you know the pattern? And she says, go online and, and um, just Google um, the thin stripe hat. So I did, and I found all these different colors for different, like the military or the, the police, the, uh, the, the red for the firemen. The green, there's green ones. There's the yellow for the security guards. There's orange, silver. And I said, that seems very interesting. And I said, you know, I lived in Gilderland for 40-some-odd years. Tell us about that, just a little I said, off the track. Where, where did you live in Gilderland? I lived on Old State Road for 40-some-odd years. My, my husband and I had a house built by uh, Serafini Builders. Oh, nice. Fantastic builders. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. And Old State Road but is such a great... But I, I love Gilderland. Uh, I, my dad lived in... Altamont, uh, actually, it was in Gilderland. He's up by the Albany Country Club. Mm -hmm. That was his land. Oh, he nice. lived there. Oh, wow, beautiful. Him spot. and his first wife. Um, it was the Merritt property. Mm -hmm. If you go back in time, you can find out who Merritt. She was a, a writer, I believe, and she had a picture of the farm, the farmhouse, in one of her books that she wrote. She was fantastic. So, I mean, I'm attached to Gilderland. And, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we lived here for a while, and I said, you know, I'm going to contact the chief of police. And I thought the, the supervisor, the last one, was fantastic. I would walk in his office and say, hi, how are you? Ken Runyon. Ken Runyon yes. was him, and I'd walk in his office and say, hi, Ken, how you doing? Hi, Mary. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we had a, I had a, especially when they did that project on Allstate Road for the, uh, um, sewers. Oh, things were kind of dug uh, up. That, that was yeah. a joke and a half. Excuse my expression. Uh, he he authorized it and let it go, and it, it shouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, any, but anyway. You, it made you a, a familiar figure in town. Yes, <laughs> yes, and he would say, hi, Mary, how you doing? So, you know, I talked to the chief of police, and I said, you know, I, I want to make some hats for the police. Fine. I said, how many police officers do you have? She said, we have 25. And I'm going, oh, 25 hats, and I don't crochet in black. I don't, I don't usually crochet in black. I, I see most of your colors are these light, yes, pastel, the, uplifting. And so. so I said, okay. So I crocheted. I went to Hobby Lobby. I got my black yarn. I got my blue 
yarn and I started crocheting. And how how many weeks or months did it take you? Two to... about two and a half, two and a half weeks. To, to do to all twenty five hats. They don't. The hats themselves didn't take that long. Oh, isn't that something? They didn't take because that long because you were saying it was thirty hours to do the layouts. Well, that's but... a baby. That's baby. Yeah, that's a little intricate. And, if you know, yeah. if you, you see, you think of babies as small and police officers as big. No, like but hats. you take you take the baby sweater. Yeah. You take you know. A I lot mean, of work in there. I see. Yeah. Um, oh. Gosh, she's now holding up on her phone an absolutely stunning that's layout. My baby, that's my baby sweater. and, and it's, uh, um, Oh, the, the sweater hats, the has this ruffled collar. It looks Elizabethan. And then there are two hats. Yeah, two hats. Um, one with pom-poms on the top. Yeah. And then the booties. And they're all in red, a, a deep, rich red. I Like... Um, Homer has the wine dark sea. That's what it looks like. And then we have crisp, crisp white against it, all laid out on. Did you make the background? Yes, I did. Oh my gosh! Tell us about that. Is that an afghan? That's an afghan. And yeah. That has like looks like pieces of popcorn almost. It's it's popcorn stitch. It's oh, it's wow. um, yeah. It's it's crazy. But I I crochet afghans. I even made my dog an afghan. <laughs> I my don't dog know. Charlie. Your dog must not be like my dog. My dog would have chewed it. Well, my dog is is a miniature poodle. And the poodle did not. Um, oh. My he, his name is Charlie, and he's fifteen years old. And I did make him um, a blanket. This is a, a a little blanket that I made. I oh, also no. made. What that's, she's just holding up on her phone now is. Very geometric. It's in tan and brown, and they're all, I'm counting sides, hexagons. Yeah, that's the African flower hexagon. Oh, that's what you were that's talking it. about. That's the, it. I love, Mandela. I love it. Yeah, it really has a different feel. Now that you say African, it has almost a now, tribal feel. I, I made the, the blanket, and I also made the sweater outfit to go with it. And everybody said you're making it in brown. I've had so many compliments. Yes, it's a very unusual brown. color choice for a yes, baby. For a baby, it starts out with kind of a beige, then it gets a deeper tan. This that's, is all that's in bleeding your colors. Chevron rose, and then then yep. the bottom border is a deep, rich brown, yep. like Marcello's eyes. Yeah. So that, that's tell me what your house is like. Do you have crocheted things throughout the? Home? Yeah, I do. I, yes, I do. Like, um, I have some doilies, and I have my I have bells sitting on my kitchen cabinets coming down. My little bell and a little shamrock and stuff like that. Well, not too I'm much glad now you keep because some things for yourself. Not too it much seems like because you give most of it away. Yes, uh, most of it does go to charity, but I I, I don't care. It's, it keeps me going. You know what I mean? It keeps me going. And, you know, when my husband was alive, he used to love to see what I was making. Yeah. He, he would say, can you make... I made him a blanket, and he loved it. He says, can you make me a little bit of something so, you know, my little icy pop? I made him a, a holder for his little icy pop. You mean like, the t- so his yes. hand wouldn't get cold as yes. he was having a popsicle? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, wow, that's real custom work. Really. Yeah, he, oh he d- it was just something we, we did. Yeah. I mean, my husband was a musician. I mean, he played guitar. 
Really? Yes, he did. Oh, he played that's all over the Tri City area for years. And what was his name? John Michael Mara Jr. Oh, my. And I dedicated the hats in his name to the police department. Oh, Because he nice. p- passed away un- unexpectedly last New Year's Day. Oh, I'm sorry. He had a massive heart attack, which, you know, one of those things you just got to live with, you know, but it was sudden. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, so why did you decide to use his name for the police department? Because I dedicated it to him. Yeah. To him. You That's know, and nice. I just, and did, are they aware of that? Yes, they are. Oh. I put a, a picture and I on a, a piece of paper. I said, these are in memory of. Oh, gosh. That's you know. lovely. Yeah. That's just lovely. Yeah. yeah. Even my son loved it, too. He says, that was, that was nice. And I says, eh, you know, something I did. Yeah. You know. So what is your next project? I'm almost afraid to ask. <laughs> well, after I finish this blanket afghan, that I'm, this little baby uh, blanket, I'm going to go into the, the sweaters again. I have a couple patterns that I want to do for Bellevue Hospital. Bellevue Hospital? We don't make them for Veterans Hospital. Only Bellevue. How did you choose Bellevue? Well, Bellevue Hospital is, you know, um, Albany Met, we heard too much about them as far, but I, I could be wrong, but Bellevue Hospital seems to be the place that most of the women go to have their children. Yeah. I love, and I love St. Peter's Hospital, but they said they kind of walk, they don't get to the patients don't know if it was a rumor we don't know but you know just like veterans hospital we went our group was going to try to make some uh blankets for the veterans but unbeknownst to most of us at the time and i i checked into it if the blanket gets soiled they throw them in the garbage Oh, dear. So when a friend of ours had a heart attack, I went to somebody and I asked, and I said, is this true? And she said, absolutely. So unfortunately, we don't like to donate our blankets because it takes us a while to make a a napkin, even for your lap. Yeah. And so we stopped giving them to them because we don't want them thrown in the garbage. No, I can see you certainly wouldn't. So, but, you know, but anyway... Well, our time is nearly up, and I wonder if you have any closing thoughts. I sometimes don't hit on the thing that's most important. No, not really. Uh, Just just enjoy life and, you know, do your thing. Yeah, well, I've certainly enjoyed talking to you. This has been wonderful.